Welcome to Fight On, everybody. Here is Danny Miami. And once again, joining us, welcome back, Frank the Crank Camacho. Yo, Danny Miami, Dan yep. the Man. Take which one you want. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, man, uh, welcome back. Uh, th- this time, it's more exciting to have you back uh, just because you have a fight in what, 10 days? Just 10 days? About 10 days, dude. Yeah, it's just now it's just like the just the final touches of the of of camp. You know what I mean? Like I like to I like to think of um, well, it's, it was really a, a short camp too, right? It's only like four weeks when I found when I found out. Um, you know, since we took the fight, but a lot of uh, prior to the to the fight is kind of like forging the sword. You know, you're forging the metal, and then now it's just kind of you have the blade that's or you have the piece of metal and the steel that's super hard and super strong. And now it's just kind of like sharpening it for for the for fight day. Absolutely. I mean, uh, what that's that's pretty much uh, the gangster mindset, right? Like sharpening the knife. Yeah. Here go four weeks, man. That I mean, a lot of people fight short notice, but but four weeks is abusive, man. I feel like four weeks. What what can you really? That's tough. Four weeks. Oh God, if if I had to fight in four weeks, I'd be because that's you're you're talking weight cut, fight camp, uh, film room, right? Do you do any kind of? Uh, do you? I'm sure you do, but uh, how intensive do you? How seriously do you take that going into a fight and studying? Um, your- well, four weeks is, is like it's pretty short. So I was really lucky that I was in shape. You know what I mean? It wasn't too bad. So uh, some some people like twelve week camps, eight week camps because you know to get in really good shape. But no, man, I've been keeping in shape during you know quarantine life back home. You know, it's just kind of like what we spoke about. You know what I mean? I've been watching and, your uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So just so so it's it's not too bad. It's not too bad. If anything, we're we're fighting the scale. You know, um, but. God, man, I got the best guys in the business helping me out. You know, I got Ian Laros from Lockhart and Leith, and he, he's he's a man, dude. He's a man. He's a mad scientist with with all that stuff. Like I'm eating good and I'm losing weight. I'm right on track, you know. So, uh, film. Oh, I watch film here and there. Um, I kind of just leave it up to my coaches. Really, it's kind of like just just tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Just tell me what to do, and 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 then I'll bring it. I'll bring it on fight day. Absolutely. And I've, like I said, I've been watching your Instagram. I found it super cool that, uh, that it's you, the bike trails you do are crazy. Cause it's like an incline yeah. that looks, it looks like half a mile long. I'm like, are you serious, Frank? Like I saw you on the way down, Frank, but I don't want to know what that's like going up, man. I, I hate the pain of, of the pedaling a bike uphill. It's so, under- yeah. even if the hill's a little bit, you go, you look at it and you go, nah, I got this. And then you take three yeah. or four pedals fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, so I've really been loving uh, mom biking because, uh, and biking in general, because, it's like no impact, you know what I mean? And it's um, man, it just opens up the lungs, dude. It just it feels it feels really good. I really like it, and uh, I'm really more on the hills and and the scenery. You know, I get to see I get to see my home island with a different lens. You know, places that I've never really been. That's beautiful, and you could probably. How long does it, have you ever tried to go around the entire island? No, the roads are so shitty. They're not meant for bikes or pedestrians, so it's kind of like a uh i think i need my uh i think i need my arm or i need my life to uh to fight you know so i'm not trying to be no professional mountain biker or 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 (laughs) cyclist or anything you know what i mean yeah 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 man the last thing you want is to start pedaling in the octagon i feel you man but so much has been going on since we last spoke when we last spoke it was like um and we're we're definitely not going to talk about any of that crap but i'm just saying it's been a lot of crap since we last spoke we were complaining about just one thing oh the corona's got me all messed up man and now it's like corona plus this plus that it's like oh shit um are you fighting in fight island is that something uh is that is that where it's at uh well no i'm actually fighting the apex that's what i meant yeah Yeah, i'm fighting on june 20th at the apex center uh here in vegas um you know i've always wanted to fight in vegas so i mean my dreams come true. I mean, it's different circumstances, you know, maybe is it T-Mobile arena right here in Vegas? T-Mobile arena is, is definitely where they have like the big fights of UFC. I'm not yeah, sure you know, if that's so, where they picks. I'm not sure if that's the actual apex, but. Oh, you know, no, 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 it's not, it's not, but I've always wanted to fight in the T-Mobile arena with a crowd, you know, but with, but with the conditions, you know, here in Vegas, Hey, why not, man? I, I get to shoot. I'm just super grateful, bro. I have a fight coming up and a lot of people, don't have their jobs so just uh just counting my blessings you know what i mean and that's the that's the criticism a lot of ufc fighters are receiving is that bro listen we get it we get it you know fighting for a living is one of the most brutal things you can literally do it's it's, it's getting your ass beat for fun and you're getting paid for it but at the end of the day it is serious stuff and and you're going out there and a lot of fighters want but here's the thing it's like nobody is playing sports jobs are lost everything is going to shit 
and 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 like you have the two perspectives like hey i want more money they know why it's saying not in a time like this dude and then you got people that are like look listen i'm just happy that sports have been canceled and the sport that i'm partaking in can still pay me though the organization i'm fighting for can still pay me so i'm you know i'm really happy to hear you have that perspective because man it's like it, it could go both ways but at the same time i feel like i'd be more along your side of things with the whole like hey man look let's be real you know, working my way up to the main cards. I'll take what I can get for now, work my way up the rankings. Let's see what happens. I'm not going to let no pandemic, no dilemma. If I'm getting paid and they're still scheduling me, give me Frivola and then give me the next guy. Um, and by the way, may I say Frivola got called out. Um, forgot like the twice. I heard his, I heard his name like two times. That one fight card. I'm sitting, I'm sitting like, I'm sitting at home going, bro, he's still got to get through the crank. What are y'all, y'all, y'all calling out a dude who might be dead in the water. I don't understand. Like, like, but yeah. him. so here's the thing, even though the spotlight is not directly, maybe at this moment, uh, towards you because the, the call out is on Frivola. The reality is that if you go in there and you put on a show, uh, I think you're going to steal that spotlight, man. I think, I think all those call outs are going to be like, well, we called out the dude that got cranked. So now we got to fight crank. And I think that's yeah, not right. <laughs> you got to love it when the hype falls in your direction. Like, yo, I'm in this weight class, people talking shit. Let's go. I think it's super, super exciting, man. But, yeah, uh, super interesting and super exciting, man. And, and it's, uh, man, but if anything, you know, there's one word that describes it all for me during this whole thing is, uh, opportunity. What an opportunity. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And, and like, a, like a guy, like a guy that's, that's really like riding off of that Gilbert Burns, dude. What? You know what I mean? Like, dude, what a great, so first off, what a great dude, humble, one of the humblest dudes you ever meet, coolest guys. And, uh, so nice to see him like, you know, earn his keep and, and, and have the opportunity of a lifetime. Yes. And he's fought what three times already this year. He he fought like I don't even. It's been weeks since he fought, man, and 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 he's already going in there against. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, if I had to fight somebody stylistically, Usman is not fun. Yeah, Usman, dude, all the champs, like, but especially oh, Usman, it's like no, he's so physical, you know. My fear is a guy I can't punch because he he's like under me, he's shooting under, and then he's got me on the ground, and I got no say yeah. in it, like Khabib type stuff, like that frightens me because he's yeah these are, these are like one thing is you can knock me out another thing for me is that you can hold me down where i've trained for months i can't move at all and you're talking to me <laughs> like you're like hey by the way i'm gonna win this fight you're, you're holding yeah. me down bro just at that point just put me out just put me out you know just just end it bro i don't want <laughs> it's frustrating so um i, I saw uh, a couple of things you posted and then you sent me a couple of pictures of your backpack being, you know, you would hang it on the bathroom so it wouldn't even touch the oh, yeah. airports. How, how was your travels during the crazy times before the crazy times, if that makes sense? Dude, the, so traveling during like COVID is, uh, it's kind of eerie, dude. It's so eerie. Like first people, people in the airplane or people in the airport are just very kind of like, uh, iffy. They're trying not, they're trying to keep a distance away, but it's like, man, you're going to be in the same airplane. Everyone's worrying. It's, it's just such an eerie and weird, weird freaking time. When we flew into Hawaii, I've, uh, Honolulu airport was just so empty, dude. It was like a ghost town. All the stores were closed. Like I, I would just look down the whole freaking hallway and it would just be empty. Uh, planes were empty. I mean, I had a whole row for myself, you know, but what a weird, what a what a what a weird time, man! And I know for sure that it's gonna be one of those things where I could tell my kids and my grandkids, you know, like, hey, man, dude, yeah, you know that time we in the history books, yeah, we lived we lived during it. Yeah, yeah, and and you get free upgrades to first class because there's nobody sitting there. You can just walk up and sit in first class, so you can tell. Right, people, oh, you're, man, hey, but they're I'm not, but they're not, but they're not. Get, they weren't. Also, too, the weird thing was they're not giving food. Like you know, I guess like airlines are are trying to like cut costs or something like that. But it was, yeah, it was wild, bro. It was weird. They're not giving any refreshments at all either. Like, so oh, like, no, yeah, they'll give, they'll, they're giving bottled water, but you know, you, so I'm on a long flight. I go, it's like, it's like Guam to Hawaii, seven hours, seven. And then Hawaii to California was like another, like fucking, like another five, six hours, you know? So it's like, and, and the airport had no food. So I'm so glad that I packed some. Cause, cause yeah. all the stores were closed. You know, all the shops were closed. 
I was going to ask you that. Are the airports, because I haven't, obviously, for obvious reasons, I haven't even, I haven't Ghost gone Town. Far. Ghost Town? Ghost. And, and no food? Like, they're not putting food out anywhere, nothing like that? Yeah, no, because cause they're closed, you know? The shops are closed. Like, you know, during, and it, was, it, was at the, it was during the lockdown, or, you know, or during, during uh, they, like, non-essential businesses would not be open, you know? Bro, if a distillery... Or, or if, if if medical marijuana places that are that are in Michigan are open for essential business, how are airports restaurants not essential business? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, well, also too, maybe maybe on an economic standpoint, maybe there's not enough customers to to you know to stay open because man, flights were empty. Yeah, I think it has more to do with that. If I had to guess. Yeah. Insane. Uh, real quick before we go on, uh, if people want to follow you, what's your what's your Instagram name? Is it Frank the Crank? Like, what do you go by on Instagram? Yeah, do check me out. Uh, check me out on um, on Instagram at Frank the Crank. Uh, my Twitter, Frank the Crank fifty five. Uh, Facebook, you can find me. My website, FrankTheCrank.com. dot com. Pretty simple, easy to find. That I didn't know. You have a website. <laughs> do you yeah. sell merch? Do you sell merch and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I sell I sell merch. Yeah, if you go to FrankTheCrank.com, dot com, you can just I have a couple of blogs. I need to update them, but uh, yeah, like I, I have I have. I have some merch and just uh, just trying to just trying to stay a little bit of everywhere, you know. For sure, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna support you and buy merch for sure. I didn't know you had a website. That's that's. Oh how fuck, hell yeah! Thank you, bro. <laughs> for sure. What are you, are you kidding me? Shit, I, I'd rather be. I mean, I'm only wearing my merch right now. I, I shouldn't. But yeah, man. So, uh, so you're fighting Matt Frivola. Uh, how long did it take that fight to, um, you know, to make become a reality? How was it difficult? Did you want the? Were you just like give me anybody, and then your managers did their manage? How do you make fights? Like, do you have people that manage the fights uh, again, like the matchups for you? Was it difficult? Yeah, so my manager, uh, Iridium Sports Agency, Jason House, he he gave me the he he works with Coach Oyama, Coach Colin Oyama. And, you know, they talk about matchups, they talk about fights. I got the call, hey, Frank, man, um, you know, they're looking for a 55er against Matt Frivola. And I was like, dude, heck yeah. And I, I, I think I got asked in an, I don't know if it was an interview or if it was asked for a, a matchup, but I, I you know I, I've been following him, man. I'm a huge fan of the guy, you know, Fuck, he's a steamroller, you know, Fuck, he just comes in and he, and he goes. So, uh, I knew down the line we would eventually be matched up somehow, some way. But um, yeah, as soon as as soon as we got word, we we locked it in, signed the contract, and uh, in like two three days was getting on a plane to California. That was it. That that was it. Yeah. How long did it take from the moment you signed the fight to the moment you were on a plane? How long was that? Like like a, that? two days. Two days. What? <laughs> yeah. So you wanted your, so how are you doing this? You're doing your training and all that, where you're at right now. Is this where you're hosting it and all that? Um, so we flew, we, I flew into Cal to Orange County and Irvine to uh, work with like, you know, Team Oyama. We started my camp out there. We drove out to Vegas because we had like multiple guys fighting. So last week we had Alex Perez. This week we have Christian Aguilar, uh, Aguilar and Mark De La Rosa, and then next week I'm up. You know, so we just all came out. We just got an, an Airbnb and just kind of just training. You know, man, shout out to Extreme Couture for letting us use the facility. Dude, those guys are those guys are awesome. Uh, yeah, so just been working with coaches, working with the team, and uh, we got we got a, a good thing going here just to kind of finish off the, the final parts of camp. Beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. I didn't even know you were uh, the, the extreme couture was in the mix at all. That's pretty cool. That is. Pretty yeah. Cool. Vegas is actually pretty cool, man. Like they're, I guess they, they opened up the, the casinos and everything. So do when you're here, you go to like the gas stations, like not a lot of people are wearing masks. You go to the, go to the grocery stores. No one's wearing masks. Like it's, if it's cool, cause it feels normal, you know, it's like, Whoa, like crazy. Yeah, but the new normal is the new weird. Like you start seeing that shit now, it's like, wait, are we? Are, is it okay to high five? Can I hug you? Can I hug you? Can I hug you? But the truth is, man, you you got this like weird culture of nobody knows what really to follow. You got your, uh, you got yeah. your overly, you got your overly safe people, and then you've got your conspiracy theorists telling you, yo, this is all a fake. It's all this. Yeah. It's all that. And 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 here's the thing, I I can't blame either side because the ones that say it's a conspiracy, it's like, bro, look, we are having all these riots, all this shit, and everybody's supporting it. Even the people, even the who, and everybody was like, yeah, we support the riots. Like, bro, from a health standpoint, if you were really that seriously scared about this shit, now's not the time to be like, we support it. Just say, hey, look, we understand you got to do what you got to do. I just still want to let you know it's still dangerous. Yeah. The fact that they're like, yeah, go ahead. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. 
how dangerous was it really, bro? Like, so yeah, crazy times. And I'm glad that you are in Vegas right now fighting at the apex. Um, by the way, a beautiful, beautiful setup. Like it, it's like, it's got curtains in the backdrops. You, you know, it looks legit. I mean, it, it almost looks like a futuristic fight league, you know, like the stuff yeah. in movies where it's like, Oh, we'll be streaming this all over the internet for the world to watch <laughs> in a very fancy lit room. And here comes Camacho. <laughs> the only dude. one who's willing to fight. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's dope, man. It's, 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 uh, the UFC did it right. Bro, the UFC is on fire. And you're, and you, have you gone to the location yet to scope a little bit? No, no, man. I, I, dude, I think they're just super strict with like, with everything with like, uh, like when you check into your hotel, you know, you got to get your tests and I don't even know how all that stuff works. You know, I got to wait till it's my time next week. So when are they going to start doing the, the shit, the, the shit nobody likes? Probably when I check into the hotel next week. Uh, bro. bro. And I think they're not doing nose no more. They think they're doing like mouth swabs. Oh, thank goodness, man. I didn't want my brain to be paid. I didn't want to think about you. Yeah. Having, like this. They're, they're getting brain samples. What the fuck? Yeah, I heard I heard you talk about it. You're like, oh, it looks like it feels like they're getting like a brain sample. And here's the thing. Yeah. Another shit. Another thing is that you have experts all over the place. Some of them saying, nah, nah, you don't got to go that deep, bro. It's here's enough. And then you got others. Nah, you have to. And then there you are either way at the, at the place going like, all right, just get it over with, bro. This shit sucks. <laughs> but dude, and it's, and I think you get tested multiple times. You get tested like three or four times that week. Okay. So, so I was going to ask you that as a, a good catch. So it's not like a one and done test. You get tested periodically as the fight progresses. You're still being tested over and over. Yeah. Right? You don't have anything. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's some, it's something like you get tested when you arrive and then you get tested for weigh-ins and then after weigh-ins, you get tested one more. You have like a curfew, kind of, not really a curfew, but you have a time to come in to check in after weigh-in, like after you go eat and hydrate or whatever, and then you get tested again, then you can't leave your hotel room. Okay, that makes sense. So after the final test, it's pure quarantine. Yeah, yeah, till the fight. Okay. Does the UFC yeah. have any kind of police or anybody to make sure that your ass is acting right? <laughs> like, how do they, how do they fight? I mean, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, the dude. So like the, the hotel that, that all the fighters are at, there is security everywhere. You know, the, this the athletic commission, they're, they're everywhere. So, I mean, it's like, they're not holding you in the, you know, they're not saying you can't leave, but I mean, if you leave, then you don't fight. So it's kind of like one of those things, you know what I mean? And does this affect you in any way? Like this type of, cause bro, like fight week is, must be the nerves, the stress of training, the weight cutting, which by the way, looking skinny, bro. You're looking real skinny. I know. You're looking so skinny, dog. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, it's going to be different, you know, different environment, uh, freaking different fight environment, different fight week environment, but hey, man, that's what we do, bro. We fight and we adapt, you know, and how do you, how do you, you know, you just either roll the punches or complain and bitch about it, you know? Of, of course, man. And and by the way, uh, you just reminded me, when you flex like this, you reminded me of, um, I went back and watched more of your fights, of course, and I came across another fight of the night winner you had where it was like round three seconds left on the clock. And you pretty, you got, I know you know what I'm talking about. The one where you guys just like kind of agreed to duke it out like Holloway style. You guys were like, all right, let's go. And it was just, oh, bomb, yeah, bomb. yeah. Against Damian Brown. Brown, yep, yep, that Brown fight, Whew, man, I loved it. I just want to let you know I watched it this week, and uh, I was blown away by the fact that it was third round. Uh, you guys were just throwing the the hardest punches you possibly could, man, and getting both of you, your heads turning. Yeah, asking, yeah we were trying to, like, we were trying to like just, I was trying to like go, I was trying to win that fight, you know, I was trying to, or I was trying to finish him, you know. Of course, and and you were you were almost like. Uh, like ah, I'm gonna catch you if you if you engage in this I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you. you I'm gonna get you, yeah. Oh, I love it, man, and I, and I can't help yeah. but feel, just gut feeling, that that you know that we're gonna see the same thing. That we're gonna see. Uh, I don't know. My prediction is uh, hand raised uh, TKO, like Hind. I think I think uh, my that's Heck my yeah prediction. yeah. Hopefully I don't. You know, I mean, Coach Oyama is gonna kill me if I go in there and I brawl like the way I did against Damian Brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, we, we we definitely have more tools, brother. We have more tools, and um, that I can't wait to show. 
Yeah, man. And if you wanna if you wanna switch it up on us and give us a little ground game like you do all your other fights before the UFC, all all about it. I mean, I I love ground game stuff. You know me, I'm a sucker for that. That's my uh that's Well like, my you mean a like game plan? No, no, I mean yeah, I mean like if the fight goes to the ground, I wouldn't mind if uh, you know, instead of going with the with you know, the more what what the what the you know, most people call flashy, but to me to me submissions are right, jujitsu people, we we love that, right? To us, a submission is just as like, oh shit, like the yeah. Like leg lock that uh, this girl landed, um, Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern. That was lit. That was yeah. so lit after the judo throw, she the hip toss, and then she, yeah, just, she just weaved the leg to the knee bar. Bro, that was sick. First ever, right? First ever. I think it was first ever straight knee bar in that wave. No, no, maybe not in the UFC, but for sure the first for the women. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Dude, I, um, I wouldn't doubt that, bro. I wouldn't doubt that. I think that night they showed it on the screen, and I'm just having a memory. Um, memory issue here but that see i wouldn't mind if you got like a rear naked or an arm bar either i would lose my shit too don't hey, get me wrong. man i'm just trying to win the fight yeah so sure. rear naked flying knee flying triangle <laughs> pinky lock no no that's illegal so i'll lose so <laughs> hey man all i know is this man like with all the hype going on um you know and all this is safe the guy that runs the podcast, you met him, Donnie. He's like the guy that kind of runs things yeah. a little bit. He He's like, yo, if this gets hype, I want to, A, go to an actual fight where Frank is at, and B, I actually want to visit Guam. Like, I'm like, yo, would you, you have should, ever brother, You guys should. I'm like, would you have ever said that without the Frank Camacho? He's like, absolutely not. I didn't know what the fuck. <laughs> like, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. The fuck am I doing in the middle of the ocean? No, thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> but now we're all like, oh, yeah, we'll go and see what their food's like and all that, but. Oh, uh, yeah. hell yeah. Bro, so again, uh, for to, as a reminder, if you're listening still, thank you. Uh, the, the 20th is, is, uh, is Frank's fight, and that'll be January, March, April, May, June, June 20th. I, I have a horrible time with numbers and dates, but um, <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about the – this is the obvious question. I'm sure you've gotten it, and it might be a migraine for you, but how do you feel about um, like the, the crowd essence being taken away from the sport? Dude, so – like if if so if you if you just go back and you watch my fight with Damon Brown and the last thirty seconds when we started throwing down right the crowd was going wild, man. No matter what anyone says, dude, that stuff will feed into you, you know. So if anything, what uh, coach what my coach was saying was like, you know, in previous fights, you know, he he was he just man, he's been here all month. He was saying how weird it is because you hear everyone. You can hear him. You can hear the other guy's corner. You can hear hear your opponent. It's it's. It's wild. You can even hear the commentators, you know. So it's like, uh, it's 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 just gonna be a different environment, man. And and if anything, I think it's gonna be good good for me to kind of keep me calm and and uh, and just real methodical with what I need to do, you know, in the with with the game plan that we've been working on. I can't wait to see what it is, and I don't want to hear what it is because honestly, man, I'm the type. And of I'm dude. not gonna tell you. Okay. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> okay, then. No, well, but the, the goal, is- well, the goal is to punch his face, and he's. <laughs> I'm sure his goal is to try to punch my face. So that's pretty much it. How do I get? How do I? How do I get to his face first? Yeah, yeah. I kind of like going into it like a movie, man. Like, just don't tell me what it's about. You know, I just want to go in and have every every aspect of it be a surprise. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, look at him go, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, the goal is, uh, oh shit, Frank lost his mind. This fight's lit. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, I'm kidding, bro. Your coach gonna be like, no, no, don't listen to Danny. Danny's bullshit. You're done doing podcasts with Danny. He's fucking. Yeah, yeah. No more. Oh man, I got to ring the bell on that one. But so yeah, I agree with that, man. I think that there's a lot of good things that have come from not having an audience because again, the corners, the fact that like uh, you've seen already Cormier trying to commentate, he gets too excited. He yells, Oh, he's not checking the leg kick, Joe. And then all of a sudden the dude's like, oh, bet, bet Mr. Cormier. I hear you. Okay. But I start checking leg kicks. And then after the fight interview, Hey, by the way, shout out to uh, Cormier over there for, uh, <laughs> for saying that I wasn't Dude, checking the leg, that's, and that's what and that's what made him win the fight. That was a great Hardy, bro. That was yeah, yeah, and, and and that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So a lot of interesting things have come from it. Hearing the corners, being able to hear how the fighters breathe and how intense it really is, and hearing those punches. I mean, the truth is, you hear them just about the same with a crowd because the mics are so good in the ringside that you kind of hear it anyway. But there's something so eerie about hearing it and then no crowd follow up. Um, just ugh. I, I have come to this conclusion. I don't know if you agree with me. I liked at first not 
hearing the crowd. I, I, I very much enjoyed that. But now that we've gone this long without a crowd, I'm starting to go, hmm. It makes it, man. I don't know. I, I'm starting to go it, back. It, it, makes, it, makes, it makes you appreciate a crowd. That's, that's what I'm getting at, you know? And, yeah. and at first I was like, fuck the crowd. Those ignorant motherfuckers that start going, boo! You know what I'm talking about? When, the, when they're like, yeah. What, what, I don't even know. First of all, do you have any idea where that shit started? The whole US? No idea. Woo! Fucking hate it. I go to a fight live and there's like a good clinch. They're trying to work their way to see who gets the takedown against the fence. You got a guy doing this. And all of a sudden I got to hear a whole arena of 20,000 plus. The fuck. Yeah. So for a while, Frank, I'll tell you, I did not. I like the crowd removal because now I don't got to deal with those ignorant dudes, and I can just hear and watch the fight. But yeah. now I fall, I flip flop, man. I miss it. I'm I'm on team crowd now. Man, 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 people, yeah, people, people. You you feed off the like even the viewer. You know, like I was always thinking they should add like a uh, like a sound, like a like a crowd like level. <laughs> And you know, like, and someone just is like someone in like the production crew would just be like, whenever a punch would land, it'll be like, ah, you know, like, you could just, <laughs> like, just, just, like, just add it into the freaking, like, a voiceover, you know, like a crowd roar, you know, I think that'd be kind of just kind of like sitcoms, right? They have like, like a laugh track. track. <laughs> yeah. They, they bring one of Mike Goldberg back, said, it is all shit. Wrong track, wrong track. He's not even yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, no. So, I mean, I think, I think for the fighters, I mean, what about you? In the octagon, do you prefer a crowd or no? Um, I've never fought in a no crowd, so uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on June 21st. Let's go. So how about this? Let's, let's in the future, uh, I'm down to do a after fight uh, thing where we can even like break down the fight if you're down and just talk smack about the things that maybe we didn't catch because on TV, you don't see shit, man. And and you yeah. don't shit and you don't know what the corners are telling you. So if you if you would have me, I would have you. Let's just do. A, um, I would love to do the post fight with you because I think that you know the insights as to what the corners might have told you, and of course we're actually watching the fight in a much more focused way. No pressure, bro. I know you got enough on your plate, but <laughs> let's do it <laughs> for sure. So um, the the UFC also has a lot of drama going on right now that are, a lot of people are like. Uh, on the fence about um, the whole pay issue. I know you're a grateful dude. So you're kind of like, dude, just, just get me in. I'm happy to have a fight where I can promote myself, get my, my, my name out there, perform, do what I love and get paid. And I'm out. Like that's the mindset you have. Then you have other people higher stature in terms of like, they got a belt on them and they, they want to make requests. Uh, do you think this is the right time to be making negotiations with, with the UFC? Or do you think it's better to like hold off till maybe things settle in and then negotiate, you, you the, the draw because that's we'll get down there down the line but what do you think about that let's just say i am i don't have like the clout or the the popularity or the whatever to to be making those kind of statements you know what i mean like 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 if 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 there's anyone that's gonna be fighting for for higher pay which i'm 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 full, fully on board and it would be the guys at the top it would be the the GSPs, the Conor McGregor's, the the John Joneses, the Masvidal's, you know. Um, do I think the timing is right? Maybe not. I think they should have waited a little bit, you know, or fucking I don't know, man. But but like, uh, I think timing is key. And I think if they all, if all the top heavy guys got together and got to like, um, you know, really plan it out and 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 really fight for the fighters, you know, fighters pay and all this and that, I think it would have been better execution at a different time uh but yeah that's kind of where i'm at with that i yeah and of course the 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 more negotiation power you have the more you can do i mean look at mcgregor himself he he literally said hey i don't want to defend the title i want to jump weight class dana white said hey man you show up and you make weight and you draw like you always do we're never going to give you issues there you know, some fighters don't have that luxury and it. And I get it. There is a, there's, there's like everything in life, you know, uh, you got to stay humble where you are and maybe you got to wait for the right time to have the right voice. I get it. I just think that, um, personally me, it's not the right time, but I do I think, think the timing's that, way off, dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Like, 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 come on guys. Like, come on guys. Like, dude, look at the world right now, bro. Like, dude, we're the only sport, dude. Like, come on. Like we're, I agree. I agree. Go ahead, you go no, ahead, man. No, they are the wrong. I think I think is I think you guys are just off on the timing. I I couldn't agree more. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not fighting for my 
for my well-being when I'm in there. And, and that, yeah. like, I, like I said at the beginning, you know, um, at least when we were talking, I don't even know what's been recorded. We've been talking before this even started, but um, you know, I do understand that fighting is not like another sport. You know, it's not like, hey, man, pay me to shoot a hoop. No offense, basketball is cool. I get yeah. it, but it's just a different game when you're your limbs can break your, your muscles are, you tear muscles. You, 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 this is just aside from all the damage we can see, you know, it's, it's a very, very dangerous sport where, where you, you know, you can even get hurt sparring, you know, sparring, there's more injury sparring on average than there is inside the actual octagon due to how hard people. And, and one person and one, and one person, one, one competitor always gets paid half. Bro. Um, you, you know, I thought Nunez got a, at least a mil for that fight, being that she's the women's goat. I think she only got 350. Yeah, with fight bonus, I think it was like half a mil. With fight bonus, meaning whatever, maybe 350 was the fight pay, was the base pay. Um, and then no, I, think three, I think 350 show one mil win. Or sorry, 350 show 100,000 win. I think, I think that's what I saw. What I saw was 150, same shit. And so, oh, yeah. or, same, or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> About 100K, right? That to me is like for for the women's goat. Oh, bro! Like I, I yeah. do, I do, I do think there's two sides to the story. Yes, it's bad timing, but I also think that man, like you know, because that's you know, everybody now is really focused on what the fighters get paid. Cody, by the way, um, an amazing knockout. Like, <laughs> yeah, good gracious! You watch all the fights. Are you like a sick head like me that you just like watching fights? Yeah, yeah. I try to watch as much as I can. <laughs> nice man yeah i just love it. it 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 motivates me like i don't i don't fight like you but i train you know yeah it, it fucking fucking motivates me dude when i see a good fight yeah. bro, I'm, I'm more likely to train five days of that week if the fight card's good straight up straight up dude dude after the cody garbrandt fight i i ran like i went i ran three miles and i i try to make it back in time uh for uh for the main event <laughs> Wait, what? What? Wait, you said, okay, that was awesome. I'm going to go for a run. And then you came back for the main event? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that was fucking badass. And I fucking ran, then I came back for the fight. Okay. Thanks for not making me feel weird, man. I appreciate that. I know, right? <laughs> You're the weird one. You just got up. It's like, hold on, hold on. By that point of the night, I've had like a couple slices of pizza and a beer. I know. <laughs> but uh so Peter, uh, where where did you were you watching the fights were you in the states like in the actual uh, vegas when the fights were you here already when the 250 was playing on yeah because my my boy um alex Perez fought on that card he was the one that won with the calf kicks yeah on formiga yes Ooh, first round leg kicks that's like some video game shit that's like yeah. when you cheats on ufc3 it's like you're cheating bro yeah <laughs> Bro, how, what was it? Why was it that he landed? I know he landed uh, enough to hurt him, but you know, usually you see fights, fighters take more punishment. I think he was just landing him that clean. It was clean, bro. It was clean, man. And that, dude, that that technique is fucking. You can only take so much, you know. Bro, but what was it? You can only probably take only like three or four. But what if that? Think, what do you think it was? What 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 technique was it? Because I mean, we see leg kicks all the time, and we see him very powerful. Oh, it was a calf kick. Yeah, yeah, to the calf just, but it, it, he he hit him in ways that, like I said, first round TKO, and it wasn't even past the, he didn't get to minute four of the fight, did he? He didn't even make it to the fourth minute of the fight. You're talking about yeah. a fight that got stopped, TKO, leg kicks, round one, which, by the way, you hyped that fight up so much that I got everybody watching. I'm like, yo, 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 come on, come on. We got to watch these, like, pre, pre, pre. Yeah. Motherfuckers crazy. And it's for Miga. He's, like, in the top five in that weight class. He's number four, dude. What the fuck is that about? How is Formiga fighting in a in an early card like that? I guess the card was so stacked, maybe, and they got a fulfilled contract. Yeah. We're in that weird stage, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is because he's got it. Like, look at the next fight card. Have you seen two fifty one? Is that the one with uh, everybody? Everybody, yeah. Okay, you got a uh, you got Aldo, you got um, Peter Yan, you got Volkanovski yeah. um, and Burns. Burns and, and Usman to head the, the title, the headline. Yeah. Wow. I, I, think, I think you go in, you win this next fight, and then, you, and then you request, hey, man, Vegas ain't shit. Give me Fight Island. <laughs> All right, Mr. Manager. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> listen, 
Listen, I, I think uh, with a win here, you're gonna, you're pretty much. I mean, your boy's on a roll. For, I mean, he, what he did to Formigo is amazing. You're 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 doing good. I think your entire like your entire circle's on fire right now. Take advantage, man. Yeah, and the, the yeah, that's the plan, man. You know, you know, knock on wood. Uh, you know, injuries, no injuries, no nothing. And man, I'll just I'll try to jump back in and get as much as I can this year. You know, like like I said, the one word opportunity. That's it, man. And they say luck by definition is when being prepared for an opportunity yep it's when preparation and opportunity meets yeah yeah so do all the hard work prepare all that you can and then uh when the moment's right you just you know that's why some people say there's no lucky punch man like you had to you had to practice the technique you had to practice the timing and even if you land it with your eyes closed hey it's something you conditioned to land if you needed it and there it was you know so 100 percent. yeah so a lot of people say there's no lucky punch for that reason um Big debates at my house about that, but I, I do I, I do see both sides to that. So that's fire, yeah. man. Um, and yeah, man. So like I said, uh, I don't know if you saw the post conference to uh, UFC 250, the post fight conference with Dana White. Man, he <laughs> he's what was he saying, bro? He was stressed the fuck out. He was like, he goes, believe me when I tell you that I made the sport what it is today. It came from a place where nobody wanted. It wasn't even on pay per view. There, there was porn on pay per view before my shit was allowed to be aired on pay per view. That's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, think about it. Porn, no yeah. problem. A couple of guys, you know, actually com- combating in a sport, nah, ban that shit. Anyway, I brought it from those times, says Dana White. And I'm yeah, telling you right now. Yeah, dude, what's his name? McCain. Well, you know, McCain was saying that it was, uh, you know, human cockfighting. Yes, yes, that it was human cockfighting. It's like, yeah, if you're ignorant as shit, yes. But if you understand how, it, how the beauty of mixed martial arts, if you see it for what it is, you wouldn't have that. Uh, come on, bro. This is a boxing country still. It's 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 maybe UFC is going to get more popular now these days and stuff like that. And the yeah. reality is, I feel like it is. But boxing still has all that money it's generated and all these generations of people that you know. It's still it's still in a stronger engine in terms of that popularity shit because Canelo makes a shit ton per fight and all that. So, no, you're good, man. Oh, so. my bad. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, there we go. Oh, is that your uh, BLM black screen, bro? No, I'm just messing. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he was saying shit like this. Like, believe me when I tell you that to bring the sport to where it is today was tough. Like, to get it from underground to, to mainstream to now, you know, all over the world in a global sport and a global organization, um, it's been the toughest road. But when I tell you that this COVID situation is the toughest thing I've ever had to deal with, you believe me. That was deep shit. You could tell Dana. I mean, he Dana literally told people, like, stop asking me stupid fucking questions. He was saying it just like that. He goes, I love you over there, whoever it is that interviewed him. He's like, but you're asking me stupid fucking questions. And the question was, why Why are these guys asking for 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 more money? Like, that was, that was his question. I thought it was a legit question. Like, why do you think it is? And he was like, stop with the stupid questions. I was like, okay, Trump. <laughs> It's like the Trump tactic, you know, like you don't like the question uh, she gave you, just pff, shit on it. Just shit. Fuck you. Next, next question. <laughs> I'm just saying Dana White has character, but we haven't seen that before. And I think it's for, for, for a good reason. He literally said this. I've thrown my phone to the ground three times a day in the last week because he's got so much people on his back and all that. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's just tough. There you go. Sorry. Sorry about that. Hey, a little glitch in the system. Nothing, nothing wrong with that glitch in the matrix but but you could hear what i was saying right how how yeah, he, yeah yeah he's got everyone after him like at first, like people that were the haters the naysayers and then you have um everybody just after him and then the contracts he's got to fulfill because i'm sure you have a contract right well what does your contract look like well i have i have two more including this one then uh then, then we're up for for uh, like renegotiation or another contract is this the first time you'd have to renegotiate a contract in the ufc this is my second one. Uh, I, I signed a four with them, and then I signed another four, and then I'm going to be hitting my last two. So this will be your 10th to- uh, contract-wise. This will be your ninth fight in the U.S. <laughs> Seven. He's doing math. He's doing math. I'm, I'm counting my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this would be your seventh UFC fight? Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, okay. So... In your contract, you have this one and then one more. Uh, Correct. What is what is it that so? How does a UFC fight contract negotiation look like? What is what goes down? On, 
honestly, I, I'm so glad to have a good manager and a good management team that just kind of takes care of that where I don't even need to think about it. You know, <laughs> totally get it. So the answer is I hire two gangsters and they handle it and they have my best interest in mind. Um, 100% and just really trusting the process. You know, if there's anything, you know, like I, I mentioned like a couple of fights ago, it was like, you know, really just trusting the process, like trusting that my coach and my team would, would, would prepare me the best that I can. And then trusting the process that my nutritionist Ian La, uh, Laros with Lockhart and Leaf will help me make weight. Trusting that my manager would give me the right fights to climb the right rankings and to negotiate the right contracts. All I got to do is I got to just put in the work and show up. Makes it easy. And has there ever, maybe this is too specific, you might not even remember, but has there ever been a moment where you uh, were like, what the fuck, what, the, what, what? And they're like, hey, trust the process, Frank. Was there ever like any dissonance? Like a moment where you were just like, obviously you trust your boys. It feels like, it feels like you have a close network of people around you. And that's, yeah, yeah and, and you're, you know, that's, that's what makes this. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe if, if I had a question or I questioned something, um, you know, I always brought it up, but I never like freaked out or anything like that, you know? Like I wouldn't be around these guys if if I if if I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, and so you know, there was never a moment, even in your head, where you're like, mm, "I don't know if that's a good decision," or mm, "I don't know what's going on." And then at the end of it, it turned out okay. Or I know it's a too specific of a yeah. question, but but nah, no, man, honestly, man, I'm 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 all in, bro. I I, I really believe that uh, you know, to 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 build a freaking strong, big ass company, you need you can't micromanage everything, you know. You gotta really believe in believe in in people's duties and people's jobs. That's powerful, man. Because I think I think that that trust it goes both ways. Like they trust that you know, because the trust does go both ways. Because you have your part to play in it too. One hundred percent. Oh man. Um, yeah. So it's really man. Yeah, we're we're the we're the fighters are the only person in there, but man, it's really a team effort. Are you at one fifty five right now? No. <laughs> I only I'm only I'm only at 50, I only hit fifty five just on the scale just for a few hours. Okay, so that's the technique, is is going in. That's usually that's, yeah. Usually that's how usually guys cut. You know, like so I, I try to walk like I try I probably get in like at fight week, probably like probably fifteen pounds. And I cut about fifteen pounds fight week. What? <laughs> yeah, some guys are crazier. I hear 15 in a week. That, that's not, that doesn't sound right. When I hear those numbers, you know, I mean, I, I know it's not easy, but it sucks, you know? I mean, I've heard numbers like these before, but when you're actually in front of someone who does it, it's kind of like Corona, right? Every, you know, you know, whatever. But when you're in front of someone who told you, yo, I went through that shit, you're like, you start to go, holy fuck, tell me. And then you start to get like, oh, man. Yeah. So cutting cutting 15 pounds in a week i mean that's what trash bags running everywhere never what what do you do no man no dude it's it's that's why that's why i have a guy that's why i have ian uh, ian uh laros man he's he's dude he's, this guy's a mad scientist when it comes to cutting weight okay i'll leave it at yeah. that i guess I'll leave oh, it yeah at i that. wish i wish i mean that like i think that's like a whole other episode in itself you know but it's uh, uh um yeah, man. Crazy. It's crazy. There's so many. That's what I love about the fight game, dude. There's so many angles you can talk about because no, you know, the weight cut, the, the, oh, fucking a, the, the aftermath of a fight, people just see the fight. It's over. They turn off their TVs, but your ass now has a cut here. Uh, you, maybe you took a punch you shouldn't have. <laughs> and now you're getting like concussion protocol. And then you got to go to sleep that night. And, and I think that when you go to sleep is when you realize everything really does fucking hurt because the adrenaline's over with you're at home. The swelling starts to set in. What's been your worst experience when it comes to that? Because a lot of people don't, don't talk about this. They and, don't talk. Well, a couple, you know. So, for, man, I don't know if I just have a freaking hard-ass island coconut head or something, but I'm usually fine. You know, like, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay. Some guys, like, piss blood, you know. Like, I hear I hear it's pretty gnarly, but um, different fights are always different. But I, but I know for, for every fight, I, 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 I know I can't sleep that night like i pull an overnighter all the way to the next day not not because i want to or, or whatever but it's just like i don't know if it's like adrenaline or if it's just something i just 
I always have a hard, I, I don't sleep. I can't sleep. I just lay in bed with my wife sometimes. And just, I'm like, dude, I can't fucking sleep. Um, some, some fights. So like my, my first fight with, uh, in the UFC against the leech, Li Jing Liang. So he was busting my leg up in the third round. Dude, I just remember I, that, that fight, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I never got hit by a car, but if I ever did, I probably know that's how I felt. So, like, I couldn't really walk for, like, three weeks because, dude, my thigh was just all jacked up, you know? Um, usually when you get cut, too, if you get split open, they, the, the, there's UFC guys that will just stitch you up in the back. And uh, depending on whatever, you know, you, you got to go get, like, a CT scan. So they'll take you to the hospital. And then, you know, that's, like, the the non non-fabulous stuff that you'd never really hear about or see about you know and, and that's why I'm really close to my team and to my family because uh, um, you know during wins or during losses these guys are always there no matter what going back to the uh, being lucky to have a good circle of people you know you got the mad scientists yeah. that are because does, does the same guy do your dieting for example does he do like your does he help you with recovery as well like oh do this oh yeah dude yeah he dude, he makes me the my post my post fight or my post weigh-in meals my post weigh-in shakes you know for for the reload for you know man losing 15 pounds in a week is very drastic so how do you reload so that you can perform in 24 hours you know but not only that, man, they, dude, Ian's there, like, helping me cut weight. Like, he's in there with the hot tub with me. He's there in the sauna with me. Like, like uh, just very intimate times, you know? <laughs> you, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm... Yeah. Uh, the truth is, you can man, imagine. I've never... Yeah, yeah. So, then how long have you guys known each other? <sighs> years? I think a couple of years. Like, maybe 2017? Okay, so oh, yeah. years. Okay, so you guys, you guys, you guys have, have seen some shit then. Yeah, yeah for sure. Shit. This is okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I thought I thought uh, that the question was exciting because uh, again, not enough people talk about the aftermath, and it's horrific. It's horrific. Like you really don't think about it much. I mean, you kind of go, "Oh, that sucks," and then you kind of fuck off. <laughs> you go, yeah, yeah, you know, and and that's why I'm also too. I'm not really like a big shit talker or anything like that because man, everyone all fighters and put everything on the line all the time, you know? And whether I'm fighting the guy or not, like at the end of the day, man, the guy got to make it back to his family, you know? And if I, you know, if, if I knock him out, if he knocks me out or whatever, like, like these are, these are consequences that we're putting ourselves on. The, I mean, yeah, we sign up for it, you know, but it's like, uh, uh, just having the humility within each other and kind of like having like the, the little honor code between the fighters is, it's very, it's very key. And, uh, you know, there's one thing not going out there and not, like, trying to end the fight. But um, it's a, I, I appreciate each fighter for, for, for just taking the step of getting in there, you know. Because a, a lot of this stuff happens, man, when you, uh, you know, the highs and the highs and the lows and lows sound so cliche. But, but man, really, like, after a loss... Uh, you only hear from a certain amount of people, but then after a big, after a win, ooh, everyone's blowing you up, you know. So it's like, it's kind of cool, and that's why I find martial arts and I find fighting as a as a real good instructor to me as a man and as a husband and as a father because it really teaches me like how how life really is, you know. And and uh, either you you win the biggest wins or you pay the consequences and you 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 take the hard losses and how do you deal with that as a man or you know as a person yourself so that's one of those things i mean i can get real real deep into it but it's kind of like that's real gist of it you know <laughs> whatever you want to explore frank i don't i mean this yeah. to me, you, you honestly you could st you could tell the longest story i'd i'd, I'd lose track of time bro <laughs> like if if ever you started going into like your aftermath thoughts in a fight because like, all that shit's crazy like you watch this cart mayhem play out in front of you the night that i saw jose aldo and holloway aldo and holloway 2 uh, we're leaving detroit arena and holloway was already being transported um as we were leaving the parking lot like there was a big like convoy like a convoy a big ass trail yeah. of medics and shit and i'm like oh my god those are all fighters you know and it's 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 got to be a lonely feeling too right like after a fight is over with um like imagine Aldo, man. On top of that, on top of who used to be and all that, like, like dealing with those injuries, and it's just you and your own pain. Like you're alone in that ambulance, and then at the hospital, you're. It's a lonely feeling, you know. After all that, I think it's like a a comedian, right? Everybody sees 
the comedians come out and do their show, but then they don't realize this dude is touring every night by himself, talking to people that don't really talk back. It's a lonely, it's a lonely thing, right? Fighting is very lonely. Yeah. When the cage closes, yeah, I know you got your boys and everybody on the other side, but here, it's 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 you, man. Like I just feel like, oh, there's such. You a, gotta be very. You gotta be a. You you gotta be your own best friend, and you gotta be in very tune with yourself. Absolutely. Spiritually, emotionally, you got to be so in tune with everything. And, and every, every thought matters because if, if a bad thought eats away at you, the fight's not going to be the same for you. It's just so amazing how, how this, like, I don't know, man, like no offense. I hate to diss other sports. You, you drop an incomplete pass this time, you'll get another chance in the game to catch a ball. But if you get clocked in a fight, there's no like, Oh, let me get another down at this. But, but then again, an incomplete pass too could cost you the Super Bowl, something that you've been striving for, for your lifetime. You know, so yeah, you know, like really, really subjective, but it's like, uh, um, just a really good, um, and it's, it's, I, I really, you know, like I said, I find it as a really good instructor, you know, as a really good teacher for me because it, it really translates into all of life. You, you know, to the and average that, person, you might sound crazy, but I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, no, no, because you, no, and then you understand because you do jujitsu, you know, man, you put in the time, you put in the effort, you know, you, you work, you work movements that you, that are so weird and so awkward on rolling on the ground, trying to, you know, like all these different things, but it's, it pays dividends, you know, like, it, like it's, it's such a great learning tool. I, I really, I really agree with you, especially when you, um, I mean, I've I've competed at the scrub level. You know what I mean. I don't want to make I don't want to talk myself up, but the truth is, no, that but it's like, still competing. Yeah, it's still it's still an adrenaline rush. I still want to be at my best. I don't want to take an L. I do want to like showcase all my skills, man. The, and at the at the pro level where you're at, where it's like on top of that, you have this massive weight cut, the burden of performing. Because at the end of the day, like you want that bonus too. Let's be real, fucking money. Give me the fucking money. I want to put this guy out. <laughs> I want to put him out. I want to get knocked yeah. out of the night. Um, real quick, speaking of knockout of the night. Who? This is a debate we're having. What was cleaner if you watched it? Sean O'Malley uh, and UFC 250. Sean O'Malley or um, or Cody's knockout? Who would you give the knockout to and why? Because the debate in my house was the, the O'Malley one was clean. And so they were both super clean. Like, let's be real. But the O'Malley one was so stiff and clean. And, and the fact that he had thrown an actual like faint combo versus Cody who changed level, but it was more of a... I don't know, man. What do you think? Based on a, you know way more about fighting than anybody in this room. So. If you have to pick one, you saw the Sean O'Malley knockout. Did you see how clean that was? The faint uppercut, the, and then the one-two, and then he just yeah, fell yeah. back. And I, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think about it. Like, what would you do? Because I mean, Cody's was sick too. Because he turned the whole dude around and he fell face forward. So, like, which one? I think Cody's own was badass because he threw it from his pocket. Right. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. What makes it that impressive, though? The fact that the hand had to had to move more distance to get there? Uh, no, I thought what was impressive, like, how the fuck did he landed that shit? He's so fast. Like, dude, that was the haymaker from hell, dude. <laughs> it really was. And if you watch it in slow motion, the guy was throwing a hook that was at the lower level where Cody was ducking. And then, he, and then of course, the guy misses. And Cody is looking right at his chin. At his eyes, yeah. He's looking right at him as he's throwing that. He's like here and he's looking right at the chin spot. I was like, oh my God, maybe that makes it brutal. I don't know. Which one hurt more? Probably Cody's on. <laughs> you think Cody's hurt more? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think because he, I mean, he, it's an entire, it's an entire boxer's punch. Cody's a, I would consider him a, a very technical boxer. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of leverage. <sighs> a little snap punch. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, one last thing I had for you, which, which I think was, um, really interesting there was a lot of ufc drama uh some of it was a little bit on the dark side i think the lighter side of the drama would be like conor mcgregor on twitter um putting out his list of goats did you see i don't know if you heard about that no no oh conor went off bro he's like let me tell you why i think um anderson silva's the goat. the goat no or anderson but he called anderson as the goat but um he says that he was a close second if not tied for first <laughs> oh god if you had to make a ghost list, a goat list, um, what what were your what would your like what would be in your in your top three, four, five guys? Like, what are you what what would you consider the goats of the sport? Just curious, because Connor said Anderson Silva was the first one. Would you agree with that? Oh man, me, it's a toss up between Anderson and uh, 
and Demetrius Johnson. Oh, so you were not bullshitting me. You really think, because we talked about that last episode where you're yeah. like, oh, Mighty Mouse is just so well-rounded. He's one of the goats. But um, So you'd say Anderson Silva or meet Demetrius? Yeah, 100%, dude. If I forced you to one more after that? One more? Hmm. I know it's tough. I know. I know you can. I know there's a lot of ties, and maybe it's gonna. I like. I would say, man, skill wise, maybe John Jones, but I don't like throwing him in there because, uh, just because of like the rap that 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 he's that he's had, you know. Uh, you know, like his his like criminal record and and this and that. Oh, we got the the black square again. <laughs> yeah, shit. Hold on. So you're saying that. So you're saying that. Um, character character plays into uh, for me for me oh yeah no no uh, of course of course yeah character does play a role in 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 the overall goat because if you're thinking goat it's it's you should take into account the fighting but also the overall image of the fighter or the the persona right and, uh, yeah or like or like what are you what are you contributing i feel like a pound for pound best fighter is is, is your whole contribution to the sport as a whole Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I totally, uh, I totally see that. I just can't help with all the names this dude has taken out. I can't help, but still keep him up there, even though I agree with you on the rap thing and the whole, uh, you know, uh, yeah. issues outside, you know, for sure. But bam. And so, I mean, I'm not going to keep you much longer, man, but I will say this. I, I've been like a big fan lately of just watching a oh, bunch yeah. of island stuff because of you. Uh, I've been. Thank you, brother. Thank you. It's so amazing. And, and your wife, I didn't know she played. She's like this artsy girl, man. She does it all. You, she, you she's, she, she's a shit, dude. She's a former Miss Guam. Like, yeah, she's, she's awesome, bro. Oh, no big deal. I just landed. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, yeah she, she, she's dope, dude. She's dope. Bro, and then and then she, I saw because then I went on her Instagram. I started looking through her stuff. Like, man, this girl, she, she like, does she do photography or something like that, or she's a filmmaker. Yeah, that was some of the shots were like, what's this? And then her piano playing, bro, just all around gangster. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, so she's a filmmaker. She man, she edits, she storytells, and then like once in a while, like if she needs me to shoot it, like I'll shoot it. Uh, so it's it's kind of like it, it works hand in hand, you know. Frank, the film room, the crank. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope, man. No, so so you, that's so so amazing, man. Honestly, I look at your life and it's like, bro, it feels like y'all are always on vacation. I know that's not the case because you bust your ass. I mean, the yard work you do, all the shit you do. You oh do no, all- but but I mean, I mean, just just creating. You know, we're 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 so blessed to to create a life to where we don't need to take a vacation. You know, bro, <laughs> man, yeah, that's the dream, bro. And yeah, uh, yeah. So every day, I mean. Uh, I mean, if if I wasn't fighting, I'll still be training, you know. So like, it's a uh, it's like something that I I mean I wouldn't be doing something that I wouldn't want to be doing. Yeah, that's I mean, it's it's a that's another tough conversation yeah. for a whole other episode. Like you know, yeah, I'm I've been a whore for a lot of my life. You know, it's like I don't want to, but fuck, man, how much you yeah, pay, man? But yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, right? You guys, uh, dude. I mean, easier said than done. But yeah, you gotta, well, you gotta eat, you know. I, I just think it's amazing you come from such a small population place, you know, and, and, and the percentage of people that get to do what you do, it's very low. And, and statistically <sighs> in your island, it's probably even low. I mean, yeah. Of. And yet here you got all these island boys and you got you coming out. It's just like amazing. And then, like I said, man, Thanks, it's, exposed bro. Thank you. it's exposed me to a lot of, uh, it's exposed me to a lot of stuff, man. Honestly, it's really like, I've been enjoying learning about, you know, like how the, the whole like uh, military history of where you're at. I think it's, it's amazing. And now we got you in the States. Now we got you here, our hometown. So, um, again, I have to count my fingers. June 20th. Um, what time are you scheduled to fight Vegas time? Do you know more or less your, your time slot? No idea. I don't think they announced the full card yet. Yeah, I've been looking all over the place. The only, I mean, it's almost like, is Frank telling the truth? Is he really fighting or is this is this a card? Right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we don't even know like the order in which you go. So there's a show, but you don't know when your ass comes on stage. Yeah, no, we'll find out probably like the week of for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they'll put it on the website, and then uh, yeah, man. So I'll be blasting you out there. Um, you know, guys, you I've you already know. So we're here with Game On, Frank Camacho. I really want to say once again, bro, thanks, and I hope that uh, that you have fun doing this, and that uh, if, if you're down for it, I'd like to have you for the post fight, and 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 then we can talk about 
way more stuff detailed to the fight that I'm. That's just like nerd dumb right there for for fight nerds. Yeah, we yeah, we'll, we'll definitely connect, man, and we'll we'll uh, we'll get a we'll get a time, we'll get a date. So for sure, guys, this is Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. Frank the Crank, come match with UFC. Congrats on everything so far, brother. Uh, we can't wait to see you fight in ten days. Um, on Twitter, we are at Game On Everyone, and on Instagram, it's Game On Sports Podcast. We appreciate all the follows, and this is of course your boy Frankie. We out, man. Shoot. Shoot.